with a capital Y. Thank you for stopping by. I'm John Hudson. What Lyric with a capital Y is a podcast that goes over fun lyrics, funny lyrics, interesting lyrics to elevate songs. It's not always about the beat. It's about what's written. Enjoy this upcoming episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Lyric with a Capital Y. I'm John Hudson, and today we have Season 7, Episode 6 of What Lyric, and I am psyched. I have my great friend here today as guest. We have YJ, the real MJ. We have Michael Jort himself. How are you doing today, Jort? Doing really well, Jonathan. How about you? Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. I'm doing great today. And we're before we get into the music, well, you know, I'm a big sports guy, George. We have the Olympics going on right now. What do you think about the Olympics right now? Dude, I, I love it so much. Like every four years when it comes around, it's just like, I don't know, I can't, I can't take my eyes off the TV. Uh, you see so many cool sports that aren't usually on TV and uh, they probably don't even think about it the rest of the year. So like, I don't know, it's just cool opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I really like it. I saw ping pong most recently. Their reaction time is otherworldly. It's kind of crazy to watch that go down, but it was fun. And you have a yeah, favorite Olympic sport so far. Nice. Yeah, I caught some of that yesterday, too. It was pretty, pretty awesome. Kind of funny. And um, today I, I actually caught some canoe slalom, which was Ooh. insane. It was like, well, it's an artificial like whitewater rafting yeah. kind of track. And uh, yeah, it's just like these one person kayaks. And they're going down and like they're going backwards in some spots. They have to like like going backwards going against backwards. the current. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just blew my mind. And I was like, how are these people doing this? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I cannot. I flipped the kayak once just going down the river because I saw a tree in my way and I didn't want to hit the tree. So I can never get on that level anywhere close. <laughs> that's crazy. All right. So let's dive into some music. Quick background so you guys know while we make all our disc golf references. Jort is the main reason I'm in like competitive, fun disc golf right now. So big shout out to him. He's a pro player. He's an awesome player, Team West Side. So when we go over disc golf things or use disc golf slang, I'll try to clarify it as much as I can, but that'll happen in this episode. So just so you guys know, but we're going to start it off. Jort, you picked three songs. I picked one. And where did you hear about Winnebago by Valley Rock? Uh, so Winnebago by by Valley and Rocket. Um, one of my friends' name is Chandler Day. Uh, he doesn't even play disc golf anymore now. <laughs> um, but he lived in the same town as me, and he was like, "Yo, dude, you gotta listen to this." Um, and the stuff that I saw, like when I was looking it up, it said it was from 2018, but I'm fairly certain it was actually from 2016. I don't know where they got this 2018 number because it was a long time ago. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I would call it the disc golf anthem. I haven't really heard any other songs about disc golf, and uh. Whether or not you like disc golf, I definitely recommend listening to it. Yeah, it's a sick beat with some really cool words. But if if you like disc golf and you keep up with the pro scene, you're gonna you're gonna catch a hundred references in here. Oh, for sure. And Winnebago, it's accurately titled because for those of you guys who don't know, disc golf people on the pro tour for disc golf they usually rent a van slash RV or a hybrid of both. So it's appropriately titled with Winnebago. But the first line it just dives in it says whoa pull up pull up pull up like a winnebago and i came here with the woes we came here to play though disc golf with my amigos disc golf with my amigos disc golf with my amigos hey disc golf with my amigos pull up pull up pull up like a winnebago (laughs) 
honestly, ain't no one stopping me. No apologies, I'm so astonishing. I say, Innova, yeah, I've been the one. We talking trophies, dog, give me them. Championships, I'ma give me some, and I'ma keep on grinding till the millions come. Took a lot of time to master this crap. Now watch how I flip these words. You talking about this, that, and the third instead of getting money back in these birds. You hear them chanting, no denying that. You could catch me chilling where the lions at. Ain't concerned with opinions of she. I just been focused on me. Ain't no one losing no sleep. I just been riding the beat. I just pull up to the scene. Pull up, pull up, pull up. With all of my homies and kill it We ain't testifying, no You could catch me on the course with the click, click Shoot to the click, click Got a new bag full of goodies Like I just left a quick trip I stay on the green, but this ain't no picnic You making a wish list I stay with a sick diss Fire low with the distance I'm pumping back to the misfits Yo It's all about the paper Look at me now Uh, time a hawk on a hater Killing the game Uh, I add up the data Check out the score Uh I should play in the majors. Pull up, pull up, pull up. start to that one it's always better to disc golf with your amigos or your friends which i think they're referencing there but what do you think about those opening lines George? i like it a lot because i mean every time i hear it like still i've listened to a hundred times <laughs> and uh i just think about like pulling up to the course with your homies or like all the times i've like pulled up to the course like music blasting or something or getting ready for a tournament you're just like so hyped up and i really feel that that they're talking about that feeling in the beginning of the song Oh, yeah, for sure. I felt that playing and I also felt that watching. I think I watched you play East Clayton. I think it was about a year ago. 
and you, you did really well. You took second in that one, but I pulled up and there were like vendors out the wazoo, people putting a lot of music. It was a really, really great atmosphere. So I definitely feel that one. But now we'll go into the first verse. It's Rockets parts. Ooh, I'm just so dynamic. On another latitude, they can't stand it. West side, yeah, I'm a rocket boy. I stay blasting off and I was never planning on landing. Been working on my legacy, yeah, since I've been a prodigy. It's probably the dog in me. I mean, honestly, ain't no one stopping me. No apologies. I'm so astonishing. I said, Anova, yeah, I've been the one. We talking trophies, dog. Give me them. Championships, I'm going to get me some. And I'm going to keep on grinding until the millions come. Took a lot of time to master this craft. Now watch how I flip these words. You talking about this, that, and the third. Instead of getting money, bagging these birds. MVP, MVP. You can hear them chanting, no denying that. You can catch me chilling where the lion's at. Ain't concerned with the opinions of sheep. I've just been focused on me. Ain't no one losing no sleep. I've just been riding the beat. I just pull up to the scene, skirt, skirt. So a lot of references, a lot to unpack there. What jumps out at you at the start? Um, what jumps out to me is that uh, West Side, you know, the company I represent. <laughs> I had actually never heard that in the song until I was doing some research for this podcast. And I saw it was in parentheses. Yeah, um, on the lyric page, and I like listened to it, and I was like, "No way!" And it's like someone yelled in the background. Um, yeah, so he kind of gives a rundown of different disc manufacturer brands, um, and I guess he's talking about making his way up in the disc golf world. Yeah, I like the there's Dynamic Disc for those of you who don't know, it's a big brand. West Side and Latitude are they sister companies, or how does that work? Uh, yeah, so when they started off, um, Latitude sixty four was like the main company, and then West Side. I actually don't know the origin of West Side. Okay, well, <laughs> but, um, that's all right. Dynamic started off as an apparel company, and then um, probably around like 2013 or so, um, they started manufacturing discs, also or like making the molds. But yeah. uh, Latitude 64 is the one that like manufactured them and then sent them out to Dynamic. Um, and now I know that Latitude makes all of West Side discs, also. Um, Dynamic is going to start making their own pretty soon. Um, and dynamic and latitude are like on the same level and then west side is owned 50 50 by those gotcha that's cool that's cool and then he says yeah i'm a rocket boy i stay blasting off didn't really get that but i think it's what you said he's just trying to make his way to the top of the disc golf scene also uh, his name. oh yeah duh there we go that's that's why i have people on this show so i don't make small mistakes <laughs> like that uh legacy is another disc golf brand i don't I actually threw one of their discs i think i threw a legacy diamond and I threw it in the pond at uh, Hornet's Nest. So if you want a legacy diamond, it's floating on the pond near Hole 2 at Hornet's Nest. Uh, <laughs> then you have Prodigy in there as well. Prodigy is a bigger sponsor. I'd say they're up there with in the Innovas and Discrafts of the world. A lot of good players are signed by Prodigy. Have you ever thrown Prodigy, Jordan? Um, I've thrown a couple of their discs here and there. I, I liked it. They have a different feel to them. And I know the people that throw them like, really like them, and they throw like all Prodigy. But it's, they're definitely like maybe boxier discs or something. But they, yeah, as far as I can tell, they fly pretty good. Nice. And then it goes into he's he's Rockets just talking about how he's astonishing and great. And then he says Innova, uh, Innova is like the main company, kind of flagship one that started disc golf. Correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think that's that's accurate. Yeah, that's correct. And then you have Discraft. I like how he said it took a lot of time to mass master this craft like master this craft i thought that was great wordplay um and uh -huh. this craft is they've been a company for a while 
I know. I feel like they picked up big germ at one point in his career, and now they're like really big company because they have Paige Pierce, Paul McBeth. They're selling discs out the wazoo, all of that. Yeah. Did Big Jam play for Discraft? Yeah, he did. That was around like the the 2010 time frame. I think he said that was his his first sponsor. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, Discraft they've been around maybe maybe even longer than Innova, but they were in like the Ultimate World and like other uh, frisbee denominations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they really started getting into disc golf in like the early 90s. Um, some old players like Elaine King, um, Cam Todd, and then like you said, Big Jam is as time went on and nowadays they own all the best players. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just shelled out for the best players. They're basically the, the NBA equivalent of the Lakers or I'm trying to think of other when the Warriors, when they went on their crazy run, although they didn't really acquire crazy names. They kind of, they got Kevin Durant, but anyway, uh, next it goes into instead of getting money, bagging these birds, MVP, MVP, big shout out to MVP, our friend and now pro tour player, Raven Newsom, also former teammate of the NC State Disc Golf Club, is sponsored by MVP, and so that's yes, cool. Sir. I throw, I throw. I just got his uh, photon vision. That's pretty cool. It's very overstable out of the box. But I also throw. He gave me a photon vision. I throw that for my tomahawks. And yeah, MVP has some great discs. So go check them out for sure. And what have you thrown from MVP Joy before you joined the West Side Train? Um, I threw the pyro and the, the envy. Those nice. were the, the only two discs I have in my bag with yeah. gyro technology. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Both, both pretty good. Envy is one of my favorite throwing putters for sure. Yeah. And if you tried to get one in the last month, you probably couldn't because that's the one James Conrad hit the shot with. I played the shot on my, I think two podcast episodes ago. I don't remember quite which one, but that was insane. Anyway, I saw it. Uh, yeah. I know you watched that live. How crazy was that live? Yeah, it was the, I don't know, probably the, definitely the coolest thing I've ever watched live in disc golf or probably disc golf in general. Probably the coolest thing that's happened to disc golf. Uh, I was, I was here at my girlfriend Sydney's house and uh, I saw the shot go and I jumped up off the couch, feet never touched the floor, landed on her, her ottoman and dented it a little bit. But that's all right. It was worth it. Definitely. That was a crazy moment. I was when that happened, or not not when it happened, because I was one of those people trying to watch only Jomez and I avoided all spoilers. I don't know how I did that. But anyway, when I saw that, I was like, wow, what are other sporting things have I seen that are comparable? And I think the one that stuck out to me the most was um when Auburn played Alabama. I think it was it's either 08, 05, or 06 in the Iron Bowl and Auburn like Alabama had a field goal to win it. They missed it low and the Auburn guy Chris Davis fielded in his own end zone ran all the way back 100 yards for a touchdown to win the game and that was crazy that's probably the craziest thing I think that is about about as close as you can get to to a different comparison yeah for sure but also like that happens like that's the odds for that are significantly higher than the odds for Conrad but I agree it's a good comparison so let's see what anything you have in that little verse that you want to go over before we move on to verse two. No, I didn't even go with that one. All right, cool. On to verse two. Also, you guys know the drill. If I have a guest, it's going to be long. And since it's short, we talk a lot. So it might be longer, but I appreciate his time. And I appreciate you guys listening to this one. It will be worth every minute. Verse two, we have, you know what I'm writing for. You know what I'm grinding for. Valley and Rocket. 
you know what I'm shining for. Do this till my time to go. I whip it. I whip it. My form is terrific. All right. You got me. I'm lying, though. I pull up with all my homies and kill it. We ain't testifying, though. You can catch me on the course with the click, click, shoot till it click, click. Got a new bag filled up with goodies like I just left the quick trip. I say I stay on the green, but this ain't no picnic. You making a wish list. I stay with a sick disc. Philo with a distance. I'm Paul Macbeth of the Misfits. Yeah, it's all about the paper. Look at me. No uh, tomahawk on a hater. Killing the game. Uh, I add up the data. Check out the score. Uh, I should have played it in the major. Very great bars and lines there. And yeah, like I said before we started, it's pretty intense. Like this guy is like a legit rapper. Oh, like, yeah. When I hear for him, sure. I'm like, this guy is like spitting hard game. Like this is good. For sure. You guys at this point in the podcast, you'll have heard it by now. But it's definitely he's 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 good at rapping for sure. Uh, I like the line. I whip it. I whip it. My form is terrific. All right. You got me. I'm lying, though, because a lot of people who start off in the game think their form is great. And I would say 80 percent of them are wrong. And I was part of that 80 percent for a while. I still probably am. But I thought that was a funny line. What other lines stick out to you in this one, George? Yeah, that was that was the exact line I was going <laughs> to go to first, just because it's like and people talk about like Internet distance these days. So, oh, yeah. Post like, oh, I just threw it 500 feet. Yeah. And they, they really can't. And like. I don't know, it's just one of those things, like, I throw it like Paul McBeth, but you really don't. Yeah. Um, let's see. I also, like, you can catch me on the course of the click, click, got a new bag, filled up with goodies, like I just left a quick trip. I don't know, it's just, like, bought some new discs, and it's like, I don't know, quick trip is a cool little convenience store. I think about oh, okay. disc golf, because the only time I've ever been to quick trip was in, like, Charlotte area. Gotcha. Play disc golf. Gotcha. So it's, a, it's just a convenience store? I was wondering what it was. It's like a Sheets. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, and then look at me now. Oh, Tomahawk and a hater. That's like one of my favorite images. <laughs> Tomahawk and a hater. I saw that. I was like, heck yeah, they got a Tomahawk in here. I used to only throw Tomahawks, folks, and I learned a forehand, a decent forehand, but I used to only throw Tomahawks. So I love that one. <laughs> Killing the game. I love the data. Yeah, it's great, great. Uh, what do you call it? Ryan's there. Hater data. Should have played in the majors. Yeah, that's awesome. A great line. Any other any other tidbits in that one you want to talk over before we go to the final verse? No, I think it's good for that section. Gotcha. Then it, it kind of goes back into the hook in the start where it talks about uh, pull up, pull up like a Winnebago, but you'll hear that Winnebago, sorry. And then the third verse and the final verse we'll go over starts with Paul McBeth with the ace, yeah. Fizzle Man with the face, yeah. Sexy Beast, call me Nate, yeah. I got too much sauce on my plate, yeah. Devin Owens with the left hand. Shout out D-Money from the West, man. Emac, I'm the truth, boy. Yeah, it's white Jesus. Stay blessed, man. It's about time, ain't it, Johnny? But I can't name, like, everyone. Shout out Big Jerm, Katrina Allen, Val Jenkins, Waisaki, Seppo Payu, Matt Dollar, Sarah Hokum. I say, boy, stop me. Jessica Weiss, that girl is a beast. Stay crushing it like double G. Yeah, yeah. So that was the third verse uh the thing that stuck out to me at the start obviously the reference paul mcbeth for all you non-disc golf listeners paul mcbeth is a five-time world champion almost was a six-time but james conran made the shot that we referenced earlier so he's a five-time world champion thistle man i have no clue on that one what do you got there george 
Yeah, I was actually going to give a rundown of all these names and kind of point yeah. them out. But this yeah, one is, is the only one that I, I have no idea what Thizzle Man is. I've never heard that before in my life. Okay, me neither. But uh, shout out to Matt Dalem. If, if you listen to this and it's one of those things I didn't get and you get, let me know. But, you know, he corrects me. Oh, that's fun. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, Sexy Beast. That was like prior to, to Big Sexy commentary. Sexy Beast was uh, Nate Sexton, Paul McBeth, McBeast. Oh, there um, we go. And then Devin Owens with the left hand. Um, remember, this came out in like 2016, this song. And Devin Owens was still playing back then. He was probably regarded as the most successful left-handed player of all time thus far. That's cool. Um, and then D Money, That's his name is Dion Arlen. He used to be a touring pro um, from the Oregon area. And then Emac, Eric McCabe, um, I'm the Truth Boy. That's, uh, that's his like signature disc, The Truth. Um, white jesus james conrad the one that had the holy shot recently yes sir the um, hair bro yep yeah, it's about time ain't it johnny that's johnny mccray he's a one of the older guys on tour but he still crushes it um then he goes into big germ katrina allen bell jenkins ricky wysocki seppo Paiu, probably the one of the more recognizable european players um matt dollar he's an mvp guy as well sarah hokum um and jessica weiss and double g yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I like all the references. As a disc golf person, the song is amazing. Uh, Katrina Allen, I think, took third in, um, what's it called? The Deagle? No, help me out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deagle. Deagle just took third in Deagle. Hokum took fourth. Surprising on Paige Pierce here, but, you know, I don't know what she was doing in 2016 when this came out. I agree that Jessica Weiss is a beast and, Double G, that's Garrett Gerthy. He throws a disc super far. So, yeah. Anything yeah, else you want yeah, to go over? Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like Paige Pierce was uh, was one they could have mentioned. Also, Simon Lazat. Oh, were two players that were, like, still big names back then. Maybe even, like, Avery Jenkins, Nate Doss. I don't know, but they, they probably just don't rhyme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was verse three, and then this song ends with Pull up, pull up, pull up like a Winnebago, and I came here with the woes. We came here to play the disc golf with my amigos, disc golf with my amigos, hey, disc golf with my amigos, hey, disc golf with my amigos. So that was Winnebago by Valley and Rocket. A great song. What's your overall takeaway for that song, Joy? Um, I love it. I use it as a hype song sometimes. Like like I said before, pulling up for the disc golf course. We're getting ready for a tournament. Um I don't know. It also kind of takes me back into disc golf history a little bit because I, I really started getting into tournaments and like watching the pro tour around that time. So it's like, oh, I see a couple of players I haven't heard about in a while. Um, yeah, overall good vibes and it kind of blows my mind that people that play disc golf could write a song that's good. Yeah, I agree with all that. I like I had, I hadn't heard it before. I think I may have heard it once before you. You texted it to me earlier when we were doing our strategizing for this podcast, but I listened to it and now it's on my favorite playlist and all that to make sure I get to listen to it more. So it's a great yes, song, sir. especially if you like disc golf. And yeah, I always go play disc golf with your friends. That's the best, the best type of disc golf. So that's a no brainer there. We will move on now to George's other song. We have Subdivisions by Rush. And what do you like about this song before we get into it, George? Um, so this song, shout out to Matt Dalem, first of all, um, he's also a huge Rush fan. Um, I challenge him to come on here sometime and, and put up a Rush song as well. Oh um, yeah, definitely. And, uh, we were actually, it turns out we kind of backtracked and talked about our history a little bit, I guess. And, um, 
we happened to be at the same concert in Greensboro. Was, I think it was like March 2011. And we, we were at a, at the same Rush concert, which is pretty cool. That's crazy. Uh, if you haven't heard about Rush, they're, they're like a, they're a rock band from, they started off in the early 70s, but they still made music up until a few years ago. Um, the song Subdivisions, they went through like a little techno phase. They're using a lot of synthesizers in this one. That's not really their normal style. Um, it's from 1982. And uh, one thing I really like about it is that it's like a, super like passionate and meaningful song but it's not like they don't they don't dwell on like normal topics a lot of their songs are like this where they talk about things other than like i don't know violence and romance and drugs and whatnot whereas yeah. pretty, that's pretty much all you hear in other music but like with them they they talk about a real thing which is like growing up in the suburbs and like some of the challenges that come with that yeah definitely I, I agree with that breakdown there. We'll get into it now. The first line for subdivisions by Rush is sprawling on the fringes of the city in geometric order, an ins insulated border in between the bright lights and the far unlit unknown. Growing up, it all seems so one-sided. Opinions all provided the future pre-decided, detached and subdivided in the mass production zone.
So my takeaway immediately when I read this was like, the it seems like a conformist type of thing or someone who's very somewhat tired of conformity or just the way their life has gone in this subdivision. I don't know. What do you think about those first two lines, George? Yeah, that's exactly what I think about. I think it's that like, um, I know the guys in this band, they're from like suburban Canada and like, I think they probably just, they were creative people growing up in the, the suburbs and like going to school where everything's like, oh, you should do things this way or do things that way. And they were like, man, but I kind of want to be creative and like do my own thing, make music. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it goes into, I think this, I'm pretty sure this is the chorus. It goes subdivisions in the high school halls and the shopping malls conform or be cast out subdivisions in the basement bars and the backs of cars be cool or be cast out. So it seems like being cast out is a possibility or that's something that the people writing the song think. And then I did not, I've never heard of a basement bar before. So like, I don't know if you've heard of that either. That was interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was like a, like a speakeasy or something like yeah, that. Yeah. True. Maybe it's a Canada thing. Cause it's cold out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but one thing that, that one of my favorite things about the song is, uh, like right before the chorus, like you have to listen for it to say subdivision. It's like a, a deep, like synthesized voice in the back, like subdivisions. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Funny. I don't listen to it. That's cool. Yeah. So listen out for the subdivisions in that song. Next line I got any escape might help to smooth the unattractive truth, but the suburbs have no charms to soothe the restless dreams of youth. So it seems like this guy is younger. He has dreams and wants to maybe escape this suburb, do something bigger, do something beyond that. And he wants to. And apparently he's not so high on these subdivisions because he's saying the unattractive truth. That's a very big negative connotation for where he's living. Yeah, I took the exact same things from that. Honestly, looking at these words now, it's a little bit too deep for me. They got, they got <laughs> a lot of big words and stuff. Yeah. It's like, wow, they're really passionate about getting the heck out of the suburbs. Um, but yeah, who can blame them? I mean, they turned out to make really good and original music and, uh, I'm sure the suburbs kind of felt like a, being a bird trapped in a bird cage. Yeah. I like that. I like that analogy. That's a good one. Uh, the last two lines we'll go over drawn like moss. We drift into the city, the timeless old attraction cruising for the action lit up like a firefly just to feel the living night. I don't know. This this line kind of confused me, honestly. So if you got any crack at it, go for it. Uh, I think when I see like drawn like moths, we drift into the city. They're like, oh, that's just kind of the thing to do. Or it's like like weekend. They're like, oh, we'll just go to the city um, from the suburbs. Um, just out there to to get the, the action of the nightlife. Um, lit up like a firefly just to live, feel the living night. I don't know. I just get that as being like, oh, we're just going to go downtown and, and, and party because that's the thing to do. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I would agree with that interpretation. And then the last one we have here, any escape might help to smooth the unattractive truth, but the suburbs have no charms to soothe the restless dreams of youth. So kind of the same thing there. Before that, you have the chorus of subdivisions in high school halls and shopping malls conform or be cast out subdivisions. So, yeah. Anything else you got on that song, George? It's a great song. I like the beat. Uh, I, I like the words. I, I thought it would be like super deep and it still definitely is. But when you hear it, it's not like crushingly deep, you know? So, yeah, I agree. And uh, when we, when we saw them in concert, they had like a, I guess a projector playing on like a, a big screen behind them. And um, 
they had I don't know if it was the music video for this or just the video they like, had made up for their concert tour. Um, but then it, it showed like, you know, kids in school, like sitting alone. And it looked like not the weird kids, but like the creative ones or the ones that that like making music and stuff like that. Because um, that's just not, I don't know, like the cool kids in school aren't the ones like making music and doing art. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Normally they cast it, then they, they become something much more. Yeah, I agree with that. I kind of wish that would, uh, the whole narrative would change because, like, yeah, sports are cool, but you can only be so cool if you're wearing football pads and a football helmet. And, like, art, hopefully art and music and that has, like, obviously there's money in it, uh, especially music, but it would be cool to have more money in those or more people get attracted to those fields too. But that's just my opinion on that one. Great song overall. We had Subdivision by Rush. Really cool that you and Matt were at the same concert. That's ridiculous. That's funny to me. Uh, Anything else you got for Subdivision? No, that's it there. I think think you did a good job summarizing that. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We will go on to one of my songs. The George chose three. I chose two. I did 11 by Khalid featuring Summer Walker and... George says he's never heard this, so we're going to play it real quick. You all guys, you all, all the listeners will hear it like you usually hear it. So it kind of repeats the song from there, but what do you think about that one, George? I liked it a lot. I I feel like I've probably heard it before. Um, that was cool. It has like the same similar similar beat and, and sound that it normally has. When I uh when I hear Khalid, a lot of times I, I picture myself like almost kind of like maybe on like a hang glider or something, just like oh, yeah, cruising. Definitely. I can picture myself like cruising or floating in the air. Yeah. Just like I don't know, just cruising. For sure, for sure. I got a Lamborghini with the like with with all the windows down, chilling down the back roads. Okay, yeah. okay. That's what I that's what I get when I listen to Khalid. Khalid, but we'll go over it. The first line we have is "Got my headlights off, we're sitting outside. If you cry in my car, then we're here all night." Ooh, a couple of blunts rolled, and I got my windows down. Said it's been a while since you've been this high, and then it goes into more. Soft, we're sitting outside. 
If you cry my car, then we're here all night A couple blinds rolled and I got my windows down It's been a while since you've been this high If you're waiting on love, think you're waiting for world. If your neighbors wake up, then we gotta turn down So you say I'm the type, you like keeping around You like keeping around do not promote drugs excessive alcohol or kind of just alcohol in general um violence etc but disclaimer aside that's that that's the starting lyric it seems like they're just chilling in their car she might be sad uh they got some some blunts and they're hot so yeah (laughs) what what jumps out to you on that that start george yeah pretty much just what you said like I can picture, I don't know, maybe they suffered a breakup or they're going through some hard times in a relationship or, um, yeah, or maybe it's like, maybe they're like pretty new to each other. Um, but yeah, I can definitely picture that just being late at night, approximately 11 at night, just sitting there and like getting all emotional. Yeah, for sure. It goes into, if you're waiting on love then you're waiting for a while, if your neighbors wake up, then we got to turn it down. So you say I'm the type you like keeping around. You like keeping around late at night, 11, we're cruising. Lately, I've been watching your movements. If I'm the only one that you're choosing, am I your favorite drug you've been using? So what, what do you think about that one? Now it's starting to sound almost like a, a one-sided relationship, especially when it says if if you're waiting on love, then you're waiting for a while. Um, we're just kind of like, well, dang, that means he's not going to, not going to, 
feel the same way about her as she does about him. And uh, a little bit, he keeps going into it. Like, am I the one that you're choosing? Am I your favorite drug you've been using? Like, it just sounds like, I don't know. She's like really attached to him, but he's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's for me. I agree with that. The, the thing that threw me off of that is they're both singing it. So I was like, I was waiting for it to be just, I think it was summer. No, I can't remember the feature, but I was just waiting for her to see if it was just her singing that part, but it's both of them in the duet. But I definitely agree with you there. I guess it goes into this part. Ooh, don't you forget about me. Ooh, don't you forget about me. And that repeats it about eight times. And then it goes into late 9-11, we're cruising. Lately, I've been watching watching your, if I'm the only one you choosing, am I your favorite drug you've been using? So I think the don't you forget about me, they're still doing a duet. So to me, it's like, it's not confusing because it's definitely a one-sided relationship thing. But the whole duet kind of throws it differently than if it was just her. That would kind of cement it. But what do you think about those lines, Stuart? Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if like, if he's kind of starting to fall for her or whoever is singing, if they're starting to fall for the other person when he says like, lately, I've been watching your movements. So maybe something's been going on for a while and he's kind of like, all right, like I kind of like this girl. I kind of like this guy. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to tell. A lot of mixed signals going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I agree it could possibly be him falling for her or him. Um, And then the whole... The whole drug reference, I I think it just it fits the way he started the song with two blunts, but I also think it's uh, I think it's more just because unfortunately people get addicted to drugs easily, and it's like, am I your favorite drug? Am I something you're addicted to? That's kind of where I draw the comparison between drugs and a person there. Right, or maybe like she goes to use him, or the person goes to oh, use yeah, the other person. Oh yeah, or yeah, he's using her. Yeah, They're like oh, I'll just I'll just go back to this person and make me feel good. Yeah, yeah, that too. Hopefully it's not that one for the person's sake, but also it's a song. So. Uh, that was 11 by Khalid, Khalid. I say Khalid too much because there's DJ Khalid and then there's Khalid and Khalid is very different uh, than DJ Khalid. We had 11 by Khalid featuring Summer Walker. Summer Walker has a good voice. Never heard of Summer Walker before this song. Summer Walker has a good I, voice. I agree. That was, that was pretty, pretty singing by both of them. Yep, good singing. That was... 11 by them and now we'll go into George's final song he got to choose and I hadn't heard this before he said it which kind of shows that I'm not a super hardcore Halsey fan but we have Eyes Closed by Halsey and if you want to introduce this one or talk about this one go for it because I don't know much about this one (laughs) this one I'd say this one's probably my my favorite Halsey song um it's not like super poppy not really super sad either just kind of in the middle um but I I love her voice I'm probably more obsessed with her than i should be um not that <laughs> obsessed, but I, I do like i like pretty much all of her songs and like all of her albums and stuff um yeah this one it's definitely not one of her more popular ones um it's on the hopeless fountain kingdom album um from 2017 and yeah yeah great intro we'll dive into it the first part i want to go over is the start i i know where to lay i know what to say it's all the same and i i know how to play i know this game it's all the same
So my lover, my liar, that's in the background. And then the song ends with now if I keep my eyes closed, you look just like you, but he'll never stay. They never do. Now if I keep my eyes closed, he feels just like you, but you've been replaced. I'm face to face with someone new. So great song overall. Thanks. Recommending this one for the podcast store. And this one also went, I think it went on my playlist. I'll add it if I didn't. It's a really good song. Um, what what do you like? He says your favorite Halsey song. Anything else you want to talk about for this one? Uh, yeah, I think there was one line kind of mixed in there that was hard to find. Uh, it says, they don't realize that I'm thinking about you. It's nothing new. Um, oh, yeah, it's just right guess, there. Yeah. Yeah. So she's just like still with this new guy. But she's like, it's it's not this new guy. I'm still thinking about the old guy. And um, that's pretty much, I think that summarizes the song. Um, yeah, good, good beat. Her her voice is nice. Kind of, once again, feel, makes you feel like you're floating when you listen to this song. I don't know what it is, but I, I like thinking about floating when I listen to music, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, Halsey's voice will get you thinking about floating and everything. Halsey's voice gives people chills. Like, it's so good. I don't know. I've gotten shows sometimes. All these voice folks. It's a lot. Uh, So now we'll go into the questions of the podcast for season seven, episode six. We have three questions and you are free to answer them as well. The first question, and most of these are related to disc golf, but for the non-disc golf people, you can relate it to any sport you want to. So still feel free to answer and send me a DM. But the first question we have is, what's your best win or performance and Jort for you, I would I would think disc golf, but if you have something else, throw that in there too. But that's the question. Yeah, I was definitely gonna I, I kind of expected one like that. Um, <laughs> especially when you leaded it off. Uh definitely Dean's Cup 2019. Uh, my teammates were Raven Newsom, Jesse Ewing, Clay Edwards, and Tucker Trivet. Nice. Um that was at the Dean's Cup happens at the US DGC, um, like in the in the morning before the the pro men tee off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like the top eight teams from the previous national championships go there uh, to play. And it's like one of the longest and craziest courses you'll ever play. <laughs> and just to be able to take down the wind there on like a, such a historic piece of property was like incredible to deal with with my teammates. That's awesome. That's that's so awesome. Was that what's the difference between just for me? Because the, the Dean's Cup and the Downey's Players Cup, is that different? Uh, yeah, the Downey's Players Cup is like a just a regular singles tournament. Okay, got you. So the Dean's Cup elsewhere. is a real thing. Do they still run the Dean's Cup? Um, they didn't do it last year because of COVID, and I haven't okay. heard anything about it this year either. But I think normally, like the August time frame is when they announce it. It happens in October. That's cool. Okay, so that'd, so be, that's... that'd be pretty awesome to to get to play college disc golf one more time. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's an awesome performance and thing. So congrats for that one. Uh, for me, what about, uh, what about you? Okay. Yeah, for disc golf, I would say I'm trying to think. I do not remember my first re- tournament ever at Riverbend Open. Like, I know I did well, but I don't know how I shot. Like, I don't know if that's better or the most recent time I played a tournament for the team at Clayton. I got like three birdies and I did pretty well for my standards. So, I would say either of those for disc golf. Um, that I don't, I don't remember Riverbend enough, but yeah, that's awesome. I definitely give it that. The most recent one at Clayton was pretty sick. Oh, yeah. That was – I almost aced the whole – that was that was ridiculous. And then outside of disc golf, I played baseball most of my life. I did – I bounced between basketball and baseball, but I landed on baseball. And I don't remember if I was in middle – it had to be middle school. I was in middle school, and I pitched a shutout. So, granted, it was like a 
it was like a five inning shutout because of the way the games worked, but it was still a shutout, so that was pretty cool. I was on fire. That's really impressive. Very impressive. I was dealing. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, the second question, and this one's tough. You can name more than one, but what's your favorite disc? And for those of you who don't disc, what's your favorite sports item? Definitely the Latitude 64 Spark. Spark. Um, I knew it, but I had to ask it anyway. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know, it's not a very popular disc. Um, and it's they don't really make them too often anymore because it's not that popular. But it's a uh, Speed 7. Um Pretty low glide and just like a, it comes over stable. And then once you beat it up, I use it for mainly forehands, pretty much only forehands. And um, I can crank on it and it just holds straight, but doesn't really turn over. Um, I don't wow. know. I just, I use that everywhere in the woods. Wow. I never heard someone describe it. I guess I haven't asked you. That sounds like something I need. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only like five of them in existence these days. Oh, so dang. You, well, you, you can't get it from me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm but, kidding. I might hook you up with one. I don't know if you can. That'd be cool. But don't don't throw it away. It's your money disc. You need it a lot yeah, more I got, than I do. <laughs> I got I got uh, two extras. They're the same color as your your blue enigmas. You like so that'll that'll oh, fit right shoot. in the bag. Yeah, yeah, sure. If if you don't mind, sure. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, you you, you spoiled that one. My favorite disc is the Enigma. Uh, it's kind of the first distance driver I picked up. And granted, I'll just say it right now. If you're first getting into disc golf, don't pick up a distance driver. Don't do what I did. It, it, it works kind of, but it doesn't work as much as if I had learned. Super great form. But anyway, that's my favorite. It's a 12-speed distance driver. I can I can kind of yam on it, and it doesn't turn over too much. And it just it goes. So that's up there. I also like the Verdict. That's my favorite mid-range. I actually picked another one up in charlotte while i was there supported i think it's chris clemens while i did it um so that that's cool those two are my favorite discs i had a tesla until i lost it bizarrely at clayton i still think someone just took it unfortunately but that was my favorite disc for a while i would just only throw that thing on tomahawk and it would do it do pretty cool things but yeah those are my those are my three favorite discs outside of discs i played enough basketball to say i like basketballs so yeah that would be my favorite this items and the spark yeah that's a good one George. i agree there i've never thrown it but it sounds great so if you don't have any more discs we'll go on to the third one our third question is always what's a good thing that happened to you this past week or this coming week and you can go first on that one that's always one of my favorite questions i like listening to the podcast <laughs> and hearing hearing your good things that have happened and, and will happen um my aunt is coming down from new york um wow. to hang out with my, my family and, and see my grandma um she'll be down here um two days from now we're recording on thursday she's coming down on saturday um yeah it's always a good time she's, uh, she's a nice lady i'm happy to spend some time with her over the next week or so yeah that's awesome uh that sounds fun i'm trying to think what i'm doing what am i doing i don't know you I got the house to yourself oh yeah oh yeah that's right saturday i'm going to hang out with uh, two of my best friends from Guilford College, uh, Tate and Kai. They've been on the podcast. Shout out to them in that episode of Carl Weezer. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go play tennis up in Chapel Hill with them. We usually get jersey mics and just hang out and have a good time. I don't know how his parents are with COVID, so I don't know if we'll be able to play some video games. But if we do, it gets heated, but it's still fun. <laughs> so that'll be yeah, that's, that's awesome. my good thing. Yeah. If you yeah, would have seen me play Mario Strikers with Tate in college, you would have never befriended me. It was it was wild. It, it was crazy. Is that is that soccer Mario Strikers? Yeah, yeah. You have to. If anyone hasn't played Mario Strikers, go pick up. I think you can play on the Wii. The GameCube version was better in my opinion. 
go pick that up and play it. It's great. It's like if gladiators, like the if gladiator and soccer met, that's that's what the game is, and it's insane. Oh, wow. it's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna order that immediately. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the it's great. Um, so yeah, that's my good thing. I'm glad you're having relatives come in town. That's awesome. That'll be fun. So yeah, let us know. Let me know, and I'll probably just share the answers too. Let let us know your answers to the podcast questions. Instagram JD number four UNC DM me again. We had what's your favorite or what's your best performance in sports? What's your favorite sports item or disc? And what's a good thing that happened to you this past week or this coming week? Let me know. Instagram at JD number four UNC. So now we will get super hype with this last song and i forgot to tell jordan before but i'm sure he's cool with it we have i have questions i ask guests every time so i have that after this last song but if you have time for that as well absolutely awesome so we will go into this song this song is inspired by jordan it's is it sanguine sanguine how do i say that first part i don't know i don't think he says it in the song and i'm not too familiar with the word i'm always afraid i say it wrong Okay, I'll I'm go not for just, it. I was not going to say it. I'll go for it. Sanguine Paradise uh, by Lil Uzi Vert. I did an episode two episodes ago by Lil Uzi Vert. The last episode was about gratitude. If you haven't yet, go check that one out. If you haven't checked out the Lil Uzi Vert episode, go check that one out. But I did that. I did that episode. And this was like the first thing George texted me. Great episode. But what about Sanguine Paradise? I love that song. And I, I was like, I huh, I've never to. heard of that. And yeah, then we I have to give to a shout out to our, our friends Kyle Farrington and Tucker Trivet. They're probably the two biggest Uzi fans I know. Oh, let's um, go. I only know a couple. I only know a couple of Uzi songs. Oh, yeah, Kyle, big time Uzi. Let's go, big Kyle. Time. What are you doing? Man, shit, talk to me about this. I had no idea. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so we'll just go into it. This is a very hype song. It has some lyrics that people might be offended by. So if you're not into the super romantic sexual uh drinking type lyrics like some violence if it's not your thing pause or fast forward 10 minutes and then you'll be good and you make sure you listen to your answer the fun questions but it starts with we be throwing money in the spiral every time your girl hear my song yeah turn her right into my girl she shake her I'm working on dying, do the eye roll. Got a skinny thong, like a tight rope. I'd be blowing up like some pyro. Coop 150, call it Cairo. And then it goes into this massive, like, beat drop. It's, it's amazing. We be throwing money in a spiral. Every time your girl hear my song, yeah, turn her right into my home. She shake her ass, do the eye roll. Got a skinny thong, like a tight rope. I'd be blowing up like some pyro. Coop 150, call it Cairo. If she left with me, she the right. Man, she rotting me like a BMX. Man, she said the D is for dino. I got two horns like a rhino. It's no way you could buy home, but I brought a mansion with a slide door. Yes, I opened up the slide door so you can hear it hit the high note. I do you do it, 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 you do it. Money keep coming in. I can't lose. Money keep coming in. I can't lose. Foreign girls in a tens. I can't choose. Foreign car got the ten. I can't prove. I got different color on my dime. I can't even see the time. I don't wanna see her face. I'ma go and get behind. Drop the top on the rib. I'ma make it lose his mind. I just made a hundred K. It was quicker than a vine. I was swinging from a vine. Tryna pull me down, but I climbed. I'ma get it, keep trying There's no reason for the cry We the ones that be sly 
you will never reach my goals I be walking with a slime nose and I'm also walking with my side Only time I be walking when I'm on the moon so I feel like Michael I was talking to my little slime that's a little lizard called a Geico In reality I'm 5-4, stand on my money now I'm 6-6 six, six. My pants, Ralph Simmons, my shoes, Rick Rick Your girl did my tartar sauce so she ain't my like a fish stick Hit it raw, yes I am a dog I don't do this shit for no image All my diamonds, they be hitting hard Try to play me, boy, that's a scrimmage I got different color on my diamonds I can't even see the time I don't wanna see her face I'ma go and get behind Drop the top on the rip I'ma make it lose his mind I just made a hundred K It was quicker than a vine I was swinging from a vine Try to pull me down, but I climb I'ma get I'm so up and I can't turn it down They counted me out, my whole life turned around Clean up my diamonds, you know I got rented Know my boys coming, you know they me business That advance that you waiting for, already spent it When I'm on the beat, man, you know I'm gonna kill it I don't know. I don't know how you can throw money in a spiral, but that's pretty cool. Uh, the his music is powerful with girls. Uh, I love the line. Gonna get got a skinny thong like a tightrope. I love the uh, comparison there. That was just very funny to me. Uh, yeah. What do you, What do you think about this one, George? I'm I'm kind of worried to go over this song. I don't think there are any clean lyrics in here. It's a bit bit edgy for your podcast, my friend. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I put the explicit he's, thing. He's I gave the little very, warning. Very clever. Yeah, yeah all the lyrics are really clever and uh i don't know that's something i want to explain too much but yeah I, I do like that he's like every time your girl hear my song she's mine now yeah yeah i like that one um i'd be blowing up like some pyro uh i didn't really know i knew what pyrotechnics kind of was but i didn't know it was like a big thing like like people use at concerts and stuff i don't know if they had pyro at the rush concert you went to jort but it's kind of like a substitute so. substitute for fireworks um, that was something new I kind of learned. Also, Pyro's a disc, if I'm not wrong. So that's kind of funny. Uh, and then Coop 150, call it Cairo. That's just a reference to one of Lil Uzi Vert's, like, uh, uh, professional partners. Like, they collaborate, Cairo. Uh, and okay, Coop I didn't know that. Yeah, Coop 150 is kind of like the group or a group he worked with. Uh, goes into verse one. If she left me, she the right girl, man. She ride me like a BMX, man. She said that the D is for dino. I got two horns like a rhino. It's no way you can buy girl, but I bought a mansion with a slide door. Yes, I opened up that the slide door so you can hear her and we won't say the rest of that. But yeah, uh, apparently if you're a girl and you leave with Lizzie Vert, you're the right girl. Um, I love I the reference. What I said, I think that was pretty clever the way he said, like, if she left with me, she's the right girl. What yeah. is like left and right? I don't know. Kind of play on words. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then 
Um, she's riding me like a BMX. It's a reference to a BMX bike. And then I thought I was really hoping she uh, the D was for Dino like dinosaur, but it wasn't. It was D Y N O, and that's a popular, most popular BMX bike brand. So those are two BMX no shoutouts. And wow. then you got a Rhino shoutout. I don't really know. Let's see what that that says. Apparently Uzi has two nose rings. Also, I'm getting this from Genius. So shout out to Genius for their help and their annotations. But Apparently he has two nose rings, so that's, that could be it. He has a mansion with a slide door. If you don't know Lil Uzi and all his songs, I think I went over it in the Uzi episode, but it was he has a lot of money and he talks about it a lot in his music. That's kind of that. you have anything else yeah. for those lines, Jordan? No, that's probably all I got there. Okay. Uh, the bridge, I like the way you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. It kind of can uh, repeats that. Money keep coming in, I can't lose. Money keep coming in, I can't lose. Foreign girls and they tens, I can't choose. Foreign car, got V10, I can't cruise. Uh, personally, I don't agree with the whole foreign girls, they tens, do not rate people in general, just don't. Uh, foreign car, got V10, that's a very high-powered engine. And Lil Uzi owns a 2019 Audi R8, Audi R8, and that's awesome. I wish I had an Audi. <laughs> what do you think about those, Jordan? Yeah, I like it. He's just like, money keep coming in. That's kind of his thing. Yep. And uh, he's saying he's got, the car's got a V10, so he he can't cruise. He's got to drive fast. Yep. Uh, goes on the chorus. I got a different color on my diamonds. I can't even see the time. I don't want to see her face. I'm going to go and get behind. Drop the top on the race. I'm going to make it lose its mind. I just made 100K. It was quicker than a vine. I was swinging from a vine. Trying to pull me down, but I climb. I'm going to get it. Keep trying. There's no reason for the crying. We the ones that be sliding. They the ones that be dying. No more boys. They be riding and my door is suicide. So another disc reference. We have the race. That's by Innova. That's a good disc. That was the first team stamp disc I ever got. Actually, it was a blue race. So Nice. Yeah. That's a, a solid disc. For sure. Oh, one of my old favorites for sure and uh yeah i guess it's a it's a car i didn't know it was a car yeah this is a car and they says i got different color on my diamonds i can't even see the time uh uzi often wears colorful jewelry and he had a very expensive colorful necklace at the 2018 grammy awards according to genius uh, again like george said the wraith is a car i like the line i just made 100k it was quicker than a fine that's referencing the social media platform Vine that was, you can make like a six second video and post it. And unfortunately, Vine died. Jordan, were you ever big in the Vine or like watched Vine? I, I never had a Vine account. Well, I would watch like the Vine, uh, what do they call it? Collages, not collage, but like, oh, yeah. Mashup, yeah. like a Vine mashup. Yeah. On YouTube here and there. Yeah. I agree. I didn't have it. I think I, think I made three Vines with my brother because he had an account. And looking back, that was probably a very bad decision, but they were just stupid funny, you know. Uh, it oh, goes yeah. into, I'm going to get it, keep trying. There's no reason for crying. And that's kind of Uzi saying he's tired of his uh, record label. Apparently, they've had um, some riff. And then he goes into, no, my boys, they be riding my door suicide. So I don't like the word suicide just because it's a bad word. But anyway, the suicide, those... It's a reference to the car doors and the hinge at the back instead of the front. They're pretty cool. It's also kind of weird, but that's the reference there. You got anything else for the chorus, Jordan? No, you covered it pretty well. 
Okay, sounds good. No, here we go. This is verse two. Side note, you will never reach my goals at all. I'd be walking with a slime nose, and I'm also walking with my side girl. Only time I'd be walking when I'm on the moon, so I feel like Michael. I was talking to my little slime. That's a little lizard. Call her Geico. In reality, I'm 5'4". Stand on my money. Now I'm 6'6". Six, six. Hit her once. Now she dismissed. Nope. 41. <laughs> make my hip thick. When I see an op, make the clip hit. Amen on his top. Boy, you need a mop. Man, I'm going out with a vengeance. My pants, Raph Simmons. My shoes, Rick Rick. Your girl dipped my tartar sauce like a fish stick. Uh, let's, yeah, try to play me, boy. That's a scrimmage. And then it goes in the beat. So there's the one I really wish I could go over the fish stick line. Oh, my God. I think that's genius. But anyway, uh, uh, it starts to side note, reach my goals. But the only line we care about in this one, there are two lines. Uh, only time I'd be walking when I'm on the moon, so I feel like Michael. Shout out to Michael, but it's Michael Jackson. I swear, Joe, your initials, just every famous Michael's, it's your initials. It's crazy. I think they copied me. That's my excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I think they copied you for sure. Definitely. So that's that's referencing Michael Jackson because his main move was a moonwalk. And, Joe, I'll let you take the Geico away. And, uh, yeah, he was – Talking to his little slime, that's a little lizard called Geico. So I think it's just pretty funny that he did, for whatever reason, he's like, I got a little lizard Geico. I don't know. It's funny. Yep, I um, agree. And then the next line I really like as well. In reality, I'm 5'4". Stand on my money now. I'm 6'6". Six, six. It's just like, oh, that's cool. You got a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one too. So you have a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, that, that one's a funny one. And then the rest of it, you know, his pants are Raph Simmons. Basically, he's saying he has fancy clothing. I uh, can't go over the fish stick line, even though I really want to. And that's kind of the rest of that verse. It goes back into the chorus, and then it goes into verse three. Live it up. You can just go any day now. Michael Montana's beat is from K-Camp. Got frost on my diamonds. I'm getting the cake now. Now, stay in your stomach, little girl, when you lay down. Live it up, because you can go any day now. Miko Montana's beat from K-Camp, Frost on My Diamonds, because I got the cake now, and then it kind of repeats that. Um, the only thing I want to go over for this one is Miko, if I'm saying that right, I'm sorry if I'm not. Miko Montana and K-Camp, the lines are interpolated from Montana's 2012 track, Do It. Featuring K-Camp. So that's kind of cool. I recently, because of the Lil Uzi Vert episode, I kind of learned what interpolation was in music. So I think that's kind of cool. Oh, wow. That is really cool. I, did, I had no idea it came from that. I'll have to give that, that song a listen as well. Yeah. And I like the interpolation. It's kind of just using someone else's music or your beat in your music. And it's pretty cool. Um, so I think that's cool. That's kind of it. The outro is, I like the way you do it, you do it, you do it, and then it repeats. Uh, what, what, what's super hype about the song? Just the beat. Like, when, when you yeah. listen to it, you just get hyped up. Kyle said this is what he listens to on the car, or in the car ride on the way to the gym. There you uh, go. Just, just gets you bouncing. Yeah, for sure. I agree. It's a very hype song. Don't agree with all of the lyrics, but the, the gems in there that we went over, especially the Geico and then the Standing in your money, five four to six six, great one. Um, so yeah, there's some lyrical gems in there, and it's definitely hype. And if you go to the gym or if you just want to get hype, play some Sanguine Paradise by Lil Uzi Vert. Anything else for that one, Jordan? No, that's about all I have for it. Just he's just some guy that likes money and 
<laughs> and girls and he makes cool songs so yep i, I agree like couldn't have said it better myself we definitely mentions tarzan somewhere or maybe he mentions vine yeah, i was like he has tarzan in him because he's doing that uh but now we're going to my favorite part of the podcast when i have guests uh, i get to ask you questions so you're ready George? you can answer any of the ones you want you can tell me next question if you don't want to answer it yeah you good? I'm ready. Is it a lightning round? Do I go fast? Uh, no, it's a podcast. So you can if you okay. want, but you can also go in depth. It's totally up to you. Uh, the first one is a variant of one I do for every guest. What's your favorite restaurant in New Bern? What's your favorite restaurant in Raleigh? Uh, my favorite one in New Bern. Oh, George's from New Bern. You guys, when he went to NC State, so he's been in Raleigh for a while, too. He just graduated. We both did. So congrats to us. Anyway. That's too hard. Can I, can I pick Coke out for both? <laughs> you would. This place called Morgan's. It's like a just a old tavern kind of place. It's pretty cool. And in Raleigh, cookout for sure. A lot of memories. Good food. Um I like DP Doe also. Oh, DP Doe. Like I've never been there. Calzones. I should go. There are a million different calzones. It's, they don't even taste like calzones half the time because they got so much <laughs> cool stuff in them. You should nice. try it. Nice. Uh those are good ones. Uh, so I'm, I'll modify the second question because it's similar to the podcast question. What's your favorite disc golf moment with the disc golf team in the past year and a half or two years? Mm. Nationals this year was sick. Like, I think oh, I enjoyed yeah. the, stuff, the stuff off the course was like, sure, playing was fun. But mm. like, just like hanging out at the house was amazing. I'll, I will never forget the experience of just hanging out at that awesome house in the mountains with, uh, with 12 of my best friends. Yeah. I was 18. There were 18 of us. 18 of us. Yeah. I don't know why they yeah, gave the Airbnb to us. That's wow. just that's asking for problems. But we're we nice. were a good bunch of 18. So that was good. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. That was my favorite disc golf moment with the team, maybe for sure. Like just hanging out with everyone. Shout out to Matt again. He should he should just get paid for shout outs at this point. And then Mike, they cooked for us all week, and it only cost us $25, which is just insanely great. Yeah. So that was a Chef great Manny time. And, and Papa Mike. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, third question we got. What's a three tips you have for a brand new disc golf player? Never picked up a disc, but wants to go play around. Um, Jonathan, you definitely touched on this earlier. Um, start with putters and mid ranges. Make sure you're getting a, a straight disc to start out with. If you get like a, a driver or something, sure, it might go a little farther, but it like it's kind of like putting a band aid on your form. Like you're never going to get yeah. better if you all you do is like throw drivers right away. Yeah. So like, they're like an ultimate disc or putter or something just like get the disc to go straight mm-hmm. um before you dive into it farther um another thing uh one of my favorite quotes is think about what you want to do not what you don't want to do yep um so when you're standing on the t-pad you gotta visualize the fairway you know the space between the trees don't don't think about like oh don't miss that tree you yeah. gotta think about like all right fairway uh and then a third thing practice just field work get get the reps in i think like regardless of your form and stuff like just throw in a disc a lot you're gonna you're gonna get better you're gonna learn about the disc with every throw yeah um so yeah put the reps in yeah uh, sure. one one thing i would add there because when i first i've played like on the club team for three years maybe three i don't yeah, know three yeah three but the first year i would say i was just kind of showing up as a one two playing as a one two didn't really didn't really want to try to get better didn't think about getting better because i was still kind of engrossed in my studies um 
but when I'm when COVID happened, I really wanted to get better because I realized I had one year left with these guys and I wanted to make an impact. And the biggest thing that helped me was putting. So if you can learn to putt, you'll you'll beat people. It'll take strokes. So get out there, find a basket, go to your local course, and just putt for like an hour a day, and you will be incredibly good. So that was one. Yes, that be my tip. What it's all about. You know yeah. the grind. You grind harder than anybody I know. Yeah, I haven't this week, but yeah, beyond that, I definitely, I definitely like to grind out the putts. Uh, this next question is similar, but um, so if I'm a player, say not say myself a year ago, how would you get? How would you like three tips for that type of player who's played a few times, played maybe a year? How do you get better at that point? Three tips for you a year year ago, man. There was nothing for you to work on. Uh, not me, but like busy. someone in my situation, or maybe <laughs> like a newer player that's not super new. Also, guys, George's a pro player, so this is like really good advice. <laughs> yeah, like I said before. Uh, practice like field work just like it's so important just to throw the disc a lot I mean I'm not getting better right now because I really don't play too often anymore I play once a week but definitely like the biggest jump in skill that I've ever had was this past it was my last semester in school um, just a few months ago and for like probably three months I would just go out um, to Dorothy Dix Park and like just throw for a couple hours and just like throw my discs on on different lines and stuff and then like you get to a course and you're like oh I can throw like any disc can make it do this certain thing. Like, I don't know, just throwing your discs a lot, you'll learn the heck out of them. Um, man. You don't have to do what? three. I think that suffices. And I'll do, yeah, I'll do one more. Just okay. uh, if you're interested in like playing tournaments, definitely go out and practice beforehand um, at the course and make a game plan. Um, and even if you're not playing tournaments, this is good too. Um, learn where, where the mistakes are and learn like, where the good mistake is say there's like out of bounds on the left side and you want to throw something that like fades to the right. Like it sounds pretty self-explanatory, but like, I don't know. A lot of it's people really don't not. do that. It's like, exactly. Like a lot of times, like the shot kind of wants you to throw towards out of bounds, but it's like, I don't know. Then you're going to bogey. Like just don't, yeah. don't throw it out of bounds. Just uh, tip. Yeah. Tip two and three. Don't throw it out of bounds. Don't hit trees. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Those are good. Uh, fifth question. What, what are things you like to do outside of disc golf? I said top three things, but you can choose one and three if you want. It's like stuff outside of disc golf that you really enjoy doing. Um, number one, definitely hanging out with my girlfriend, Sydney and her dog. Nice. Um, her dog's Sydney, awesome. <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago. Did you yeah. meet Rosie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're pretty cool. I'm here right now. I, I always love hanging out with them. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, I keep wanting to get into kayaking. I actually took the kayak out for the first time in a long time this past month or this past week. Sorry. On Monday, I went out um, right after work and just brought it out to the newest river. And uh, I think I did two and a half miles total. Dang. I was out for a little while, just like relaxing. It was a nice day. I like pulled that's up awesome. on a beach and chilled there for a few minutes, which was cool. Um, yeah, that's something I want to get into more. And then ball golf. I play more ball golf now than I do disc golf. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Kayaking is fun. I've done it myself. It's hard on your arms, but like if you can, if you can subside the pain or just do it at a relaxed pace, it's a lot of fun. And ball golf. I'm not, I'm not touching ball golf for a while. <laughs> no, you're not a golfer. I, no, I'm not a golfer. I did. I did. Um, played some golf with someone like three, maybe four months ago. And I hadn't played in a while, and I played, and I took, like, eights on par threes that I could have probably gotten a seven with a disc. And I was like, this is dumb. I'm not playing this. 
no yeah. offense to all the golfers out there like if you can do that well mad respect that's that's it's, it's a lot harder to be decent yeah like this sure. going to pick it up and be all right but yeah. like golf i don't know it's it's hard to actually hit it where you want it to go i don't i definitely don't hit it where i want it to go yeah I, I i hook it right that's my thing but anyway um what's your favorite genre of music since this is a music podcast um probably rock my whole life i've really enjoyed rock like growing up my dad would have play like the classic rock radio station and then and modern rock and then like as i got to college i kind of dove a little harder into like harder rock yeah. um and then like prior to college i never listened to anything else other than that yeah um but then i I know a few rap songs now and and pop. I don't know. I won't complain about anything that's on the radio. I like I like pretty much all music. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good, well-rounded look to have. Um, I want to get into rock more, so we, we can talk about that after the podcast. But um, what was your best class at NC State? Oh boy, or one of or top three if you have if you have that many great classes. Probably solid mechanics. I did well in it and I enjoyed it somewhat. Nice. Um, it's just like bending metal and stuff like that. Really not even that cool. But I, I think I liked the, the type of math problems and stuff that were in it. And I, I did decently. Nice. I've heard people either like solids or dislike it. So it's kind of cool that I met someone or know someone that likes it. Because usually it's the opposite. <laughs> um, then what's your, we've touched on food, but campus food. I don't know how long you ate campus food, but what's your favorite like food to eat on campus or that you can get on campus? fountain just just fountain dining hall i like yeah when they're with friends or something and you like can eat pretty much anything and they and it varies like, like night by night too yeah but yeah there's always something good i would agree i liked fountain i like their breakfast they had like this coffee cake thing you'd pick up and they were like in little squares and i get like eight squares of those and bring it to my table and eat it it, it was oh, very sure. good it was sure. good uh the, now jumping back into disc golf i'm gonna give you three pros and i want you to talk to the best of your ability about the, what do you think, how their season is going so far? We'll start with Mick Beast himself. How do you think Paul McBeth is doing so far? Mm-hmm. I, he's definitely not living up to his expectations. Paul yeah. wants to, to win every single tournament. And I think he's won one pro tour and one national tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like you expect dominance from him and it's just not happening. Like this week at D-Glow, he wasn't even in the conversation with this, yeah. which is like, so unheard of, but um, I bet I bet we'll see one more, at least one more pro tour one out of him. It's not a bad season. Anybody else would take that. He's still definitely yeah. top three in the world, like by far. Yeah. But it's just not what he looks for. Yep. Uh, Kyle Klein. Kyle Klein. Um, for sure his best season. Yeah. Ever. Uh, I think he's like eighteen or nineteen. He won a silver series, and one of my favorite things about him is uh, well, his girlfriend is Cynthia Ricciotti, who plays for Dynamic Discs. Um, but during the weekend of her high school prom, um, they were in her hometown of Columbia, Missouri. And like during the tournament or like after the Saturday night of the second round of the tournament, um, they went to prom together, which was cool. And then he won that. That was like his elite series win. That's awesome. That's a great weekend for him and her. Dang. That's awesome. Uh, last one is a good one. Raven Newsom. I knew you were going to ask that. Um, I don't know. I just know he's having the time of his life out there. I think he's kind of blown everyone's expectations out of the water, except sure. his own. Um, yeah. I think he's right where he wants to be. He's missed cash once or twice. Um, he won an A tier, his first event of the year, yeah. the Victoria Open. 
Um, and he's got a couple top 20s. Um, he usually finishes around 30 or so in the pro tours. Yeah. And that's, you know, $500 or more. Like, you can't complain about that whatsoever. That's more than enough to keep him on the road. But he's he's having a fantastic time. He loves it. Yeah, and he, he crushed it at Des Moines, Iowa. He got fourth place, uh, tied for fourth. I think that was awesome. I, I totally forgot about that. That was like two <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah. That, that has to be like his favorite achievement of all time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to Raven. Keep doing your thing out there. Keep repping the pack and repping MVP. And hopefully, yeah, everything will keep going great. Uh, we got, uh, we only got one more question, but uh, it's a good one. Uh, is there a question I haven't asked you that you want me to ask? No, you touched a good amount on NC State disc golf. And then Raven, I was happy to ask, and it, like, asked me a question about um, like my favorite win, my favorite discs. Got you, got you. So I did yeah, a good job. I, That's good. Bases are all covered. Cool, cool. Uh, do you have any questions you want to ask me? What's your favorite thing about doing the podcast, or what what keeps you going? Like, what makes you do what it? Keeps every me week? going. I think it's the same thing as the putting. What used to be for the putting. It's like it's something I enjoy doing. Like, granted, like no one enjoys editing to an extent. Like, I don't want to complain about it because editing is editing, but that's, that is what it is. But beyond that, I just, I really like learning, or discovering new songs, learning a little bit more about artists, uh, just producing some content. And right now it also helps me because uh, Meredith is out of season. I don't even know. I hope I go back to them. I don't know. That's up in the air because of other job stuff and needing a, needing a job that pays more. But anyway, I would usually be calling games. I love calling games. Anyone who's listening to this podcast knows that. Jordan definitely knows that. Um, so this is kind of like a thing I can do to keep my voice in somewhat shape uh, while, while I don't have any games to call. But I also just love learning about the artists and the songs. One of my favorite episodes that I didn't know was going to be my favorite episode recording it was the Billie Eilish episode, which I think I split into two parts. But one of my friends, Vanessa Merritt, she also went to NC State. Uh, she still goes there, actually. She recommended uh, do Billie Eilish, and I was like, oh, okay. I don't really love Billie Eilish, but I'll try it. And I, like, dove way deep into her songs and started really enjoying the episode. So that was that was pretty cool. That is awesome. I, I enjoyed that episode, too, because I, like, heard a couple songs on the radio but didn't know anything else about her. Or, like, yeah, or some of the less lesser-known songs. Yeah, and then uh, one other thing. I just, like, I like being able to invite my friends on this and just hang out and talk music and just talk for an hour or so and have fun but, so that's been good to like reconnect like yp i hadn't talked to him in who knows like three years but it was fun to reconnect with him oh, see wow. where he's at and just um and you know, like see where he's at and keep talking to him because yp is awesome he's doing some great stuff if you haven't checked out that episode make sure you go check that one out that was a fun one so yeah just uh being able to have cool guests on talk cool music and just have a good time that's kind of what keeps me going that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that, that you really enjoy it. I can tell that you like it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you and all the other supporters, uh, especially you and uh, I'm trying to think of other people just always answer the podcast questions, but you're up there yeah, at number one and there's some other people are, are two, three, four, and five and all that. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate Matt too, just calling me out even when I get things wrong. I don't mind it, folks. That's kind of like, that's, I always say, I'll take any feedback I can get. And like Matt says, oh, you thought blue cheese was actual blue cheese and then he also says great episode i like this this and this and if you do it like that that's fine even if you don't even if you say that i'll be like oh okay cool 
how can I do better next time? So like any feedback is cool, but that was all a thing to say. I appreciate all the feedback and especially your podcast answers short. They're awesome. Well, thank you. I always like listening. I listen to it on my way to and from work. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to ask me, go over anything before we wrap it all up? No, I think that's about it for me. Sounds good. So that was season seven, episode six of What Lyric with a capital Y. I had myself and my great friend, Michael Jort, on the podcast. Big thank you to Jort for being on. We went over Winnebago by Valley Rocket, Subdivisions by Rush, 11 by Khalid, featuring Summer somebody, Summer, just featuring Summer, uh, Eyes Closed by Halsey, and Sanguine Paradise by Lil Uzi Vert. Those are the five songs. Jort, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jay. Jay and Jay commentary is out. See you guys next week.